Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. and Tanner Hendricks and I'm Brandon Kylie. So we've talked a lot about the bad options that the Cardinals have and to trade at the are deadline. A lot of them. There's a lot of bad pitchers that are available right now, or potentially available right now. There's one pitcher that is quite good that pitches in Washington that may or may not be available at some point over the next two months. And that's why we go out to the Brown and Crippen celebrity line right now to talk to Chelsea Jane. She is a national baseball reporter at the Washington Post. Chelsea, we appreciate the time as always. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We're thrilled to have you. So, of course, we're talking about Max Scherzer, and we wanted to get some local insight into kind of what the Nationals are, where the Nationals are at right now. I I know that they typically do not make deals like this, and certainly not until we get closer to the deadline, but what do you think is going to go into their thinking when it comes to whether or not to trade Max Scherzer this year at the deadline? It's a really fascinating question because, like you say, they don't do this. They don't trade away big names. They don't really concede on seasons very often, um, for better or worse. And I think this is a year where they're really going to have to rethink that because they're not probably going to be in contention. They're not currently in contention. So it's hard to feel out where they stand right now. I think that if you were to ask Mike Rizzo, their general manager, he would off at the notion that they would be considering trading Max Scherzer at all. Um, but I do think that sort of behind the scenes, that's something that they've got to be assessing because they would probably just sort of be, you know, lacking in diligence not to be thinking about it. Yeah, you're about a month and a half away, Chelsea, from that trade deadline in the Nationals, of course, at the bottom of the NL East right now. And their schedule doesn't get any easier. I mean, they're taking on the Phillies and they got Tampa, San Francisco, the Mets, the Marlins, Tampa again. Like They got a lot of tough competition. At what point do you think Mike Rizzo and company will sit there and say, okay, it might be time to start looking at this? You know, I'm sure that they're close to that now. I think they're hurt a little bit by the fact that they were 1931, you know, in May and the year they won the World Series. So there's a little bit of a skewed, um, maybe not a skewed optimism. It's certainly justified by what they did that year. But I think the difference with this team is that, you know, Steven Strasburg just went down again. It's hard to say, you know, how long he'll be out or if he'll be himself this year. There's just no help coming, you know, that's, that's visible. So I, I think that it's got to be on the radar. And something that's sort of flown under the radar with them is the fact that their minor league system is very, very thin. It is really weak on talent. They're not going to be able to get, you know, useful parts from that system for a few years. And so they are in deep need of restocking it. And so I don't know if that changes the equation for them in past years. You know, they've been a player away from contending at the deadline. They've been right on the cusp. But this year, 
they're not only really on the not on the cusp, but they are in need of young players to sort of kind of get something going for the future. So I think that the equation is probably changing for them and, you know, changing pretty fast. As you mentioned, they're going to hit some really good teams here. And if they can't kind of hang in there, it's probably going to be time to, to consider this more more heavily. We're talking to Chelsea Jane. She's a national baseball reporter for the Washington Post. Give her a follow on Twitter as well at Chelsea, C-H-E-L-S-E-A underscore Janes, J-A-N-E-S. Chelsea, if you look at what the potential uh, haul could be in return for Max Scherzer, how much do you think we're talking about here? Because he's on the final year of his deal. He is a 37-year-old pitcher who has, or 36, I guess, year old pitcher who has a lot of mileage on him. How much could they get realistically in return for him at the trade deadline? I don't know. And I think that that is going to be a really interesting question because they probably, the Nationals, would ask for more than a a normal team selling at the deadline because they are so reluctant to do this. They're so reluctant to pull the trigger on big names. And I, I actually think there's a world in which they decide it's not worth it. I think that haul, you know, really has to be more than just you know, a few decent prospects. Like, I think they think they have to get something really special out of it. And I don't know if that's realistic. I don't know if that's a price people are willing to pay. But, you know, for them to admit defeat and sort of all the embarrassment that comes with that and then trade away a guy who's, you know, been the best pitcher in franchise history, um, you know, I think that's going to take a lot. So I think there are probably going to be cheaper starting options out there for teams looking for them. Um, but Scherzer is also not your average starting option. So I think the Nats would ask for, for a lot, um, you know, given his age, but uh, it doesn't mean they won't get it. What do you think that competition is going to look like of other teams, Chelsea? Because I've heard the Yankees might be interested in Max Scherzer. I mean, they seem to always be interested. And hmm. you look around the National League, there seems to be a lot of teams that are looking for starting pitching. Uh, do you see this to be like a multiple horse race or could this be something that the Cardinals kind of fly under the radar with? I think it could be a multiple horse race. You know, I, I certainly think that teams like, I mean, it sounds crazy. I think the Padres could, could bid if they feel they need something. Oh, extra. come on, think, Chelsea. That's just not fair. <laughs> they shouldn't be allowed, Chelsea. I, I'm with you. I mean, I, I wouldn't rule out the Rays, honestly, you know, for a short-term rental. I know he seems expensive for the Rays, but for two months, it's not, not a whole lot. Um, those are teams that have a ton of prospects to give too. Yankees, obviously. Um, so I think that that's part of it. But the Mass obviously can veto trades. And he's a guy who will, you know. I mean, I think he obviously wants to win. That's always been his number one goal. But it does have to get by him first at this point. So, I, you know, I don't know. I do think that those are teams that could be interested. Obviously, the Cardinals, you know, make a lot of sense um, for many reasons. I don't know who else in the Central makes sense. You may know better than I do if, if the Brewers are even, you know, on that radar. But, um, yeah, I think it's it could be a really interesting group of teams that get involved. Um, and I think that they're going to get some decent offers for them. I am curious, Chelsea, you said earlier, you think there's going to be other pitchers available as well. Are, are there any names that immediately pop out to you? We've been doing all of our talk over the last few days with this Jack Flaherty injury. I mean, Kyle Gibson's one that immediately stands out, but are, are there any other names out there that you think could potentially be of interest to teams that are pitcher needy, which is certainly the case here in St. Louis? I'm not sure. I think a lot of it will depend on what the Twins decide to do. You know, um, if they decide to offload, there might be some people available there. But, yeah, it's, it's, there's not a lot of obvious fits. Like, I don't think you're going to see the Royals, you know, try to send away Danny Duffy or anything like that. There's a lot of pitchers like Scherzer who, like, matter a lot to their teams, whether they are, 
you know, those teams are in contention or not. Um, so the list is pretty short. And I think that increases the chances that the Nats get what they want for further, whether, you know, that might be more than they have had, you know, would have gotten in a previous year. Um, but I, yeah, I, I think it's, it's going to be kind of a thin market and no one's popping off the top of my head. And I think the injuries are only accumulating, which will only sort of increase that competition. Do you think that market opens up anymore, Chelsea? Because last year it made sense because so many teams were getting into the postseason and everyone felt like they had a shot. This year it goes back to that one wild card. Uh, do you think by maybe the yeah. end of June, more teams look at it and say, OK, sell now and see if we can get something to restart for next year? Like, I would have thought maybe the Cubs would fall into that boat, but they're playing too well. And, you know, the A's always seem to have some guys, but they're playing well again and and don't seem to be out of it. I don't, you know, if I'm the Angels, am I selling? Like, does that really help me that much? I don't know. So it just feels really muddled this year. And I think, you know, teams like the Rangers and the Rockies who are out of it may have, you know, maybe Kyle Freeland becomes available and you bet on him being better outside of Coors Field. But I don't, it's not obvious. Like the National League East, everyone's going to be kind of in it until the end. You're not trading away there. The AL East is, you know, what it is. So, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see. But like you said, you know, I don't know. I don't know if the wild card spot changes the equation too much or if injuries have changed the equation the other way where there's people saying, you know, we just need to find someone to plug in and, and maybe we'll be fine. Well, Chelsea, we'll be watching, we'll be waiting, and we'll be reading your work over at the Washington Post. People can follow you on Twitter at Chelsea underscore Janes. Always appreciate the time. Thanks so much for giving us a little insight into the potential Max Scherzer sweepstakes. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Absolutely. Chelsea. That's Chelsea Janes joining us here on 101 ESPN. I think this is a two-horse race for the Cardinals. I think you need one of two guys, if you're going to get a top-end starter by the deadline. The obvious number one candidate is Max Scherzer. And then Jacob DeGrom. The number two candidate is Kyle Gibson. Oh. If you look at, I I know you may. Real number two. You know what? Can I make the sell on Kyle Gibson for you guys? I'm going to try to sell you. He's a Mizzou guy. We get it. I'm going to try to sell you coming up next on why Kyle Gibson is actually the missing piece that could make the Cardinals into a championship contender. That's next on 101 ESPN. This is the BK and Ferrario podcast. Now here's BK and Ferrario. Sell now and see if we can get something to restart for next year. Like, I would have thought maybe the Cubs would fall into that boat, but they're playing too well. And, you know, the A's always seem to have some guys, but they're playing well again and and don't seem to be out of it. I don't, you know, if I'm the Angels, am I selling? Like, does that really help me that much? I don't know. So it just feels really muddled this year. And I think, you know, teams like the Rangers and the Rockies who are out of it may have, you know, maybe Kyle Freeland becomes available and you bet on him being better outside of Coors Field. But I don't, it's not obvious. Like the National League East, everyone's going to be kind of in it until the end. You're not trading away there. The AL East is, you know, what it is. So, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see. But like you said, you know, I don't know. I don't know if the wild card spot changes the equation too much or if injuries have changed the equation the other way where there's people saying, you know, we just need to find someone to plug in and, and maybe we'll be fine. Well, Chelsea, we'll be watching, we'll be waiting, and we'll be reading your work over at the Washington Post. People can follow you on Twitter at Chelsea underscore Janes. Always appreciate the time. Thanks so much for giving us a little insight into the potential Max Scherzer sweepstakes. Yeah, thank you so much for having me.